0: and in business. I hope you enjoy the show and let's dive in. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to The Kelly O Show. On today's two-part episode, I am interviewing my friend, Mary Bess Corbin. Now, I met Mary Bess probably over a decade ago via Valerie Waters, who's a celebrity personal trainer. And you guys have heard her on the show as well. Um, the reason I asked Mary Bess on the show is because in January... She put a post up, I believe it was in the private Facebook group we have with Valerie Waters for her Red Carpet Ready Club, which is in reference to one of Valerie's first workouts that came out on the market, Red Carpet Ready. I think you can still buy this workout on her website, which in fact, as a sidebar, um, we're in the midst of coronavirus world and so many people, I'm actually surprised how many people are so new to working out from home, but Valerie Waters has some outstanding um, workouts that can be done at home with minimal equipment, basically some free weights and ideally access to a step. Um, so that's just a sidebar. You know, I definitely will link that up in the show notes and head on over to ValerieWaters.com. But anyway, Mary best put this post up, you know, in January. And really what she was saying was like, Hey guys, I wanted to share with you, what I was able to accomplish last year. And she shared how in January of 2019 she made a commitment to herself. You know, she realized she'd been stuck at a weight loss plateau for a while. Um, she wasn't happy with, you know, her her energy levels, her activity levels, and she was just kind of feeling stuck. And she committed to saying, you know, this is what I'm gonna do every day. I'm going to focus on my walking. I'm going to stick with this diet plan where I'm in this caloric deficit. Um, I am going to make sure I plan my diet so that I can have, you know, uh, trips uh, with my man. I can go, you know, uh, I can go out on dates. I can enjoy wine. I can do this, that, and the other. But, you know, ultimately what I loved about her post was she gave it a year as opposed to, to saying, you know, so many of us can we we want so fast to microwave our results we we want so fast and i'm guilty more than anybody of this of wanting our weight loss results to happen overnight and so quite often instead of focusing on what can i accomplish in a year we're focused on how fast can we lose that 10 pounds right and so in in many cases when we're only focused on you know such a myopic space of time it's very easy to throw in the towel because we're saying, oh, well, I didn't do it by March. Like I said, I was going to, so I'm going to give up. Screw this. It doesn't work. Whereas if you say, hey, I'm dedicating 2019 or 2020 or whatever year it is. And you say, this is my journey. I'm committed to sticking with this for a year. I'm committing to self-care for a year. I'm committing to getting 10,000 steps in every day for a year. I'm committing to tracking for a year. You know, that's when you start to see progress and that's when you stick with it. When you commit to a year, in fact, seeing her post and and most importantly, what was, what was awesome about her post is at the end of her post, and I've referenced this, I think in another podcast, you know, she said, Hey, it's the end of the year. Here's what I have to show it. It was so cool. She's like, I got in, you know, this many hundreds of thousands of steps. I've hiked this many miles. I've lost 20 pounds. I feel better. My energy is through the roof. My sleep is better. I've gone from sleeping, you know, four and a half, I'm paraphrasing here, gone from sleeping, you know, four and a half, five hours a night to sleeping six to seven hours a night. You know, there were all these different improvements that happened over the year. And she was the inspiration for me creating my private Facebook group about a month or so ago. Um, It's called A Year of You First. and And I credit Mary Bess with inspiring me to create that group for all of you. And of course, I welcome all of you to come join that group. This is for women only. It's an accountability group. It's not a diet group. It's not a weight loss group. We do talk about diet and weight loss, but it's really about two things. Women taking the initiative to commit to a year of putting themselves first. So it's two things. It's a year. Let's commit to a year of change, of transformation, of focusing on how we can improve ourselves. And number two, putting ourselves first, making ourselves a priority. Too many of us women are people pleasers. We put everybody's needs ahead of ours. And we wonder why we can't keep up, why we're exhausted, why we can't lose weight. Well, we're focusing on everybody else but ourselves. And that's why I created this group. And I created this group because I already knew the power of committing to a year and giving things a year, seeing what you could accomplish a year. And it doesn't have to start January 1st, people. You can start April 2nd. That's my birthday, which is tomorrow. (laughs) You know, you can start June 13th and say, I want to see what I can accomplish by June 13th of next year. You know, it's funny. I just posted something on Facebook and it was a memory. Of Steve and I at this party last year and I put the post up and I was like wow you know to be able to think back to where I was at that point and look at where we, we should always be doing that we should always be looking back at where was I a year ago at this time and and that can be good and bad but if it's bad if you look at yourself a year ago today and you go you know what last year at this time I had started a diet and I failed and, and now here I am again use that as your wake-up call you know, use it as a wake up call. So I asked Mary Beth to come on the show and share, you know, what made you do that? What, how did you track this stuff? What did you focus on? And that's what we're talking about here. And she's just a beam of light. She's such a great, positive individual. You'll love her. Um, so this is, about 50 to 52 minutes. I went ahead and made it a two-part episode. One thing I do want to call attention to, and she has called attention to that in this interview, is this. The reason I'm sharing with you this this interview is to make the point about several things. Giving it a year. Um, I love that she focused on caloric deficit. Um, because you guys know, ever since I stumbled on Jordan Syatt, I have, I will also link him up in the show notes, my interview with him, um, as well as several of my podcasts about how caloric deficit is a game changer when you make that your primary focus. I do want to make sure that you understand, you know, Mary Bess is sharing in here how, and, and frankly, when I interviewed her, I actually did think, that I misunderstood her, but she's talking about how for her, you know, she had figured out her caloric deficit, you know, based on um, her calculations. And it is a very low calorie amount. Um, I do not want to say that I am endorsing that. She is well aware. You know, she says a lot of people don't agree with me on that. A lot of people will argue with her on that, meaning the amount of calories she's taking in that is not my primary point. Um, I can't say because I'm not finished getting my personal training certification. I'm also not a dietitian or a doctor. I can't say whether that's uh, right or wrong, but I do up front want to call attention to that in that that is very different than what we typically see people doing. And I'm not endorsing that. I am not endorsing a very low calorie um, diet, but I do believe she shares in here That A, it works for her. She's getting enough food. She's worked with her doctor and her trainer, and you know, different strokes, different folks. That's not the driving point of this interview. That's not what I want you to take away. What I want you to take away is the premise of committing to a year of change, lifestyle change habits. Definitely focusing on a diet that you can live with. It's to let you go out and have fun, have wine, enjoy time out, enjoy travel, and so on and so forth, and just seeing what you can accomplish for yourself in a year. That's, that's what I want to drive home with this interview. So I'm giving you an extra long introduction uh, to this video. I think the world of Mary Beth, um, she is a dear, dear person. And again, I think after you listen to this, um, you will be very inspired just by who she is as a human being, just a really positive, always caring, wonderful human being. Um, and I'm so glad and grateful to Valerie Waters for introducing to her, her to me, um, for Valerie Waters in and of herself, um, for all of Valerie's programs, and for the community that she's developed with the Red Carpet Ready Club. So thanks to everybody. Sit back and enjoy um, this two-part interview with Mary Bass Corbin. Hey, everybody, welcome back to the Kelly O Show. I am thrilled to have my friend Mary Bess Corbin with me. And um, we're just going to dive right in. Mary Beth, are you ready to go? Hey, Kelly. Yes, I'm so happy to be here talking with you today. Thanks for having me. I appreciate you coming on the show. And um, let's give everybody a little background before we dive into the posts that I saw you put up. It was either in January <laughs> or the end of December that I was like, Whoa! This is so what every woman needs to see and hear, and it really you. It's because of you that I started my whole Facebook group. Um, oh the year first, uh, because of and 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 so you're helping me take that inspiration and what you did and what you created, and we're going to get into this, guys and gals. Um, and and you're making an impact on a lot of people's lives because of that, and I just love what uh-huh. you did. But um, we'll get into you. that in a second. Um. You and I met, we were just discussing this offline. We met, obviously, we know because of Valerie Waters. Um, But when did you connect with Val? Like, did you just hear about her workout programs online? How did you, when did, you know, I always ask guests when they're on the show. Here's my question. When did you first get into fitness? Like, like working out, eating right. When was that for you and why? And then throw in Mary Bess. Like, when did you discover Valerie Waters and her workouts?
1: Yes, oh my gosh okay so it was the summer of 2008 I was I'm a huge fan of the actress Jennifer Garner and I was online wow. just you know researching Jennifer and seeing what the news is and blah 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 and there was an article that I stumbled across online that mentioned her fitness trainer Valerie waters and her whole method of working her clients out which are celebrity clients um I'm not a celebrity but you know just a regular Person, But I thought, well, if she can do that for Jennifer and keep her lean and toned, you know, um, surely she can do that for the regular gal like myself. And it just so happens through that research, I saw that Valerie was starting to come out that fall with her red carpet ready club where she was offering her method of fitness training to the general public, uh, mainly women, of course. And so she had this online program available where you could join for um, a certain amount of money and you would get your workouts from her digitally. And then there would be um, an online group where you had access to live stream videos that she would do each week and uh, where you could all chat together privately as this group um, to support each other, learn from each other, get information from Valerie. And I thought, you know, I've always been this music geek and band girl, and fitness—you know, working out, breaking a sweat was never my thing. You know, when I was in college, I took my PE credits as marching band. You know, because I didn't, didn't seriously—I didn't want to break a sweat, but I still still did because it was hot in Texas. Um, I went to Baylor University, but so I was a business major, but took all my electives in music, anyhow. So I was never an athletic athletic person per se, other than fast walking and. Um, Then, you know, I got married, and in my 20s and 30s, just gradually started putting on some pounds. There was always that 10 to 20 pounds I could never get rid of. So that was what caught me from Valerie's method of doing things. Her clientele generally doesn't have more than, you know, 10 to maybe 30 or so pounds to lose anyway. Mm -hmm. And uh, her method also was to keep it, get in and get out of the gym. You know, don't be too crazy. Get in, do the basics, do what works and then get out. And then um, I was also, because I was turning 40 that fall, I thought, okay, this is my time now to dig deep and see what I need to do to age gracefully. That includes working out um, because I'd done all these other programs in the past, like Jenny Craig and you know all that kind of stuff that you'd lose a little weight, but then you'd gain it back. You didn't really, weren't really taught how to eat well and you definitely weren't taught how to exercise. So going into turning 40 that fall, I joined Valerie's Red Carpet Ready Club connected with that mindset of how she uh, trains folks. I was in the gym at my home, did everything at home. I didn't have to have mm-hmm. a gym membership. You could, if you wanted, but I didn't have to did all of that, you know, kept researching how to eat better, eat healthier, you know, and then also did some, um, just, you know, testing as far as food intolerances and, um, vitamin mineral deficiencies, amino acid levels, that kind of thing. And that was eye opening. um, I realized I was dairy intolerant, severely dairy intolerant. So hmm. once I dropped dropped the dairy, um, you know, added certain things to my diet that I wasn't getting, made all the difference. And I'm like, why was I struggling for you know 10, 20 years? Well, dairy has been a huge part of that.
0: So hmm. yeah. it is for yeah. so many. And there's so many people. I'm sorry to interrupt you, but no, there's no. really so yeah. many people who don't you might have seen that recently I had this MRT test done. I, I never know what to call this. I think it's done by, it's called an MRT test. I'm not quite sure what that stands for, um, but essentially it, it's not testing food allergies. It's testing your reactivity from an yes. inflammatory perspective to food. Exactly. Exactly. It came back for me and I was like, wait, I can't have zucchini. I can't have cauliflower. I can't have bananas, mangoes, turkey, soy, yeah. flax. I mean, stuff I was having every day, no yeast, no wheat. Um, and, and yet it didn't come back with what I had always thought was really bad for me, dairy, um, which really wow. surprised me. However, I sure. for sure I know I have to keep dairy light, but so many people, so I just want to call attention to this. If you're having any kinds of issues, just any kinds of health issues, really look at your food. So many people don't realize the impact that food can have because I can tell you guys without, and I'll do a separate podcast on this, just with me in in removing, I can't even talk today, removing those (laughs) inflammatory foods that are inflammatory for me. It doesn't mean cauliflower and bananas are inflammatory for everybody by no means. I used, I was having this Horrifying, horrible skin condition on my neck and my upper chest and my upper arms that not for seven years, doctors have not been able to make go away. They don't even know what it was, not acne, not shingles, not anything, but it was just horrifyingly painful and itchy. And within seven days of removing these foods, all the bumps were gone. So yeah. I just, for just because you brought that up, I just want to call attention. Like, I, I encourage so many of you to look into food intolerance tests, look into food reactivity tests, start looking at your diet. More so from a health perspective, in addition to, you know, how much you eat, that's more for weight loss, but really important to see what you're eating um, if you're having chronic health conditions of of any kind. So I apologize for interrupting. Continue. Oh, no. I was going to say
1: that is so true. And, you know, I've always been somebody who wants to proact to my health. I feel great. When I was getting ready to turn 40, I didn't have any issues that I was aware of, much, I mean, other than apparently I found out I had some inflammatory issues. But um, yeah, so I know aches and pains, and I thought, okay, I, I need to get into this. Be proactive to my health because I don't ever want to feel bad. I don't want to have as many wrinkles if I can prevent it. You know, a little vanity there, but and plus, feel good in my skin. I've always felt so bloated, but once I took those tests, I worked hmm. through a nutritionist just briefly help me understand what was going on specifically in my body. And like you said, eating zucchini, that's supposed to be healthy, you know, but we are, we are all so beautifully and individually made that, you know, one thing is not necessarily working for everybody, you know? Uh, So we need to have that data. We need, that's why blood work just gives me the thrill. Uh, I get just to have that important, those facts, because we can't see inside our bodies unless we have those tests um, to know exactly what's going on. And then you can make a proactive approach to what you're doing. So I'm always reading and researching, and you know, gosh, with the healthcare system these days, and, you know, it's all so crazy, you know, and, and here I am now 51. I don't even feel it. I hope I don't look it. That's kind of the plan. But, you know, I don't want to, Age or feel it or look at any sooner than I'm ready to, and I'm not ready to. I still feel like maybe I'm 38, you know, who knows? Mm. But, um, so I've been researching and trying to take care of myself and proact, you know, for the past 11 years now, and you know, so far, so good. Knock on wood,
0: it's Um, pretty amazing. And I mean, when you think about how many people, you know, as a sidebar, we're recording this in what early March of 2020 in the midst of this corona situation, coronavirus, yes. and, you know, there's people on the extreme side, there's people on the, this is not that big of a deal side, but to me, what, what struck me, you know, I, I'm all about being proactive, but also not panicking. Um, exactly. And to me, when I, when I heard the um, press, not press release, but the press, whatever, when Donald Trump spoke and they were talking about, and, and the science guy was saying here, you know, somebody asked, what happens if you get it? And he was saying, generally speaking, 75% of people, if you get this virus, it will it will hit you like a really bad flu. You should stay home. And if you're healthy, you will be able to get through it. And I looked at Steve and I'm like, healthy, that's a very vague word. <laughs> and especially right. in this country, because people like you and I, you know, we might say, you know, like for me, I getting back to working out, I, I have 20 pounds until my goal weight, I'm like, oh, I'm not there yet. But really, mm-hmm. I'm healthier and you and I are healthier than probably 90% of the population in this country as far as sure. weight, as far as blood pressure, as far as diabetes, all of these things that are very, you know, at an a- epidemic rates, right? And I, yeah, I heard it's that crazy. and I'm like, my God, because he did say, he's like, if you're diabetic, if you're obese, if you're this, if you're that then you need to be very, very careful. And I just immediately thought of so many people I know. And I'm like, you know, I'm going to sound like I'm an ambulance chaser because I just feel like more than ever, those of us who are fit who do know you know why it 's not just about like what you weigh on the scale, but what are you eating how how much you know are you taking vitamins and supplements? are you you know getting your vitamin D and getting outside and getting fresh air? are you washing your hands? are you taking care of yourself are you treating your body like a temple because then you 're strong enough. To weather these storms, and I—that's what exactly. I worry about—are are how many people, you know, who haven't been taking care of themselves and doing, like you said, being proactive. Um, so, I mean, that's a big part of why why I'm doing the show—to get people healthy, not just from. I think a lot of people. I'm curious if you think this. There's a lot of people who go through their adult life, and you know, you and I have been at at, at our fitness game for a long time. And we hang around with a lot of people who are into fitness, right. Who, who work out regularly, like-minded. Yeah, exactly. And, and yet you think about the, the crowd, like when I think about my corporate America crowd, so many of them are so over, just grossly overweight in in bad shape, drinking problems, smoking problems, all kinds of issues. And I think they look at fitness like it's it's only for a certain amount of people and they don't realize like you can you can get healthy from just walking more every day and, and improving your diet and getting some vitamins and nutrition and it doesn't have to be like you go from sedentary to competing on stage in a bikini competition and yet <laughs> yeah, yeah I think that's why a lot of them don't start they seem to think it's such a stretch do you do you agree this is just a pontification I'm just curious yeah, I,
1: I do. Um, and I think some of that mindset too, is that one, they, you know, they see it's an impossible hill or a mountain yeah. to climb that one little thing as far as like maybe drinking eight glasses of water a day or just starting with that, or maybe just walking around the block casually at the end of the workday or before the workday starts. That, that won't even matter. Oh my gosh, those things yes. are huge. I mean, our bodies are so dynamic and that, you know, we can recover if, you know, from illness or, you know, being overweight or whatever in just the smallest amounts of time, really, if we do just the smallest amounts of things to start. Now you have to be consistent with that. You have to be diligent about that. And if you fall off the wagon from eating, you know, two donuts at work and you're freaking out about it and Don't give up. Turn around, have your salad at lunch, do your little walk in the afternoon. You know, you can still enjoy some things without going psychologically bonkers about it. And I think, and the body picks up on that stress too. So, um, yeah, you know, some people, and then of course, with this coronavirus situation going on, somebody asked me actually this morning, because I just traveled in and out of Chicago. the day before yesterday. And they're like, aren't you worried about being in the airports with all that ger- those germs and whatnot? I said, no, I'm not going to live in fear. I know mm-hmm. I'm treating my body right to a certain extent that I know to do. Um, yeah. But I'm going to wash my hands diligently and not live in fear of these things. And if I get sick, I'm going to do what they say. Let's stay home and you know rest yep. and get better. And But you can't live in fear. Um, the body senses these things. So
0: Yeah. And then that fear and stress can make things, you know, in general, whether it's about this, you know, coronavirus discussion, or if it's, you know, I've, I've spent years obsessing um, about my diet, trying to fast track everything, beating myself up. And, and though all the stressing and obsessing was so much more damaging. I see now than you know, the extra, oh my God, I, you know, I didn't realize I had an extra 300 calories today. Um, I certainly see that now. So yes, I agree with you. That was a little sidebar, but um, (laughs) let's, so the reason that for everybody, I mentioned this in the, in the, um, in the intro, but the reason that I asked Mary Bass to come on the show is, you know, obviously she and I have actually since 2008, we have been, yeah, friends online. And and that's when I connected with Valerie on Twitter. And that's when a lot of us all got on Twitter. And we met on Twitter and we connected. And um, I remember just thinking like, oh my God, Jennifer Garner's trainer is talking to me. And <laughs> yeah. then when she sent me like a package and it was Val's slides, and she wrote me a personal note, I was like, oh. cause I, yeah, I mean like Alias was my favorite show. Jennifer Garner's just always yeah. been one of my favorite celebs. So I was like, and now, I mean, Valerie's just one of my dearest, besties. I love her to death. She's one of the greatest people, wonderful heart, and she's amazing. And truly everybody I've met through her, um, they're just great. There's, you know, She has a great crowd of people around her and you are one of them. And so oh, you, you really are. You always just have a, this really bubbly, happy persona. And also I have to say this, absolute sidebar. Another, side, I do sidebars a lot. I had no idea. Like, so what was the the Netflix series that you were in as, as part as one of the actors?
1: Yes. Okay. So recently, well, we filmed in late 2018 and it was supposed to come out in 2019, but had some delays. Anyhow, uh, the Messiah just came out January 1st, first season. And they put all uh, 10 episodes out in one shot. So I I binge watched it in three days. But yes, um, part of it it was filmed here in Nashville. And so I do a lot of background work. Um, I did all six seasons of Nashville the TV show, um, plus some other things here in town uh, for director Callie Corey, who
0: created Nashville. Um, but yeah, so, the it, Messiah, was so cool. came it was so cool. I had yeah. no idea. And so Steve and I watched that. And I mean, I found it really fascinating. And we were just pulled yes. in and I really did. And then you put this picture up and I'm like, I showed Steve, I go, so for everybody listening, this picture, she was, and you have to go watch this this series. It's really, really good. So it's called The Messiah. I'll link up to it in the show notes. It's on Netflix. And it will just pull you in. And um, so Mary Bass had this picture up and and she was one of the reporters in this one scene. I'm like, oh my God, I can't believe I just watched this thing. I was so (laughs) obsessed with it. And she was in it. So small little world. It was really awesome. I just had to say that. That had nothing to do with fitness, but who cares? You you looked fabulous, by the way.
1: Oh, well, thank you. Thank you. Well, you know, I guess I pulled off the role so well because I've been a reporter in Nashville TV show and a couple of different things. (laughs) Folks actually think I'm a TV reporter and I'm like, well, that's why it's called acting, you know, but thankfully, again, (laughs) thanks to Valerie, I've kept with her program all these years and it's just ingrained in me. And I mean, it's just what I do now. You know, there's no Mm -hmm. thoughts about not working out during the week or paying attention to what I'm up to, but you know, I've, I'm so thrilled to say that through Valerie's Red Carpet Club back in 2008 and uh, morphing into what we do now uh, with her online boot camps and such, I've created, well, I've been creative. I've been lucky to become a part of a core group of friends who we all all have all met, including you through this group that Valerie created, mm-hmm. you know, even having developed such a, a wonderful friendship with Valerie over these years, you know, it's just, it's special. It goes beyond the fitness. And that's part of the, you know, the, the mindset of, um, being being surrounded by people you love and support you and who have like mindsets you know you all support each other and mm-hmm. you know that keeps the stress levels down in the body which thus keeps the body healthier and more
0: mm-hmm. physically fit you know so anyway i do i, I, on I that, so agree I mean, that's one of the things that I always say is, you know, um, I firmly believe that community and accountability when it comes to fitness and wellness, it's just, it's such a game changer because certainly if you're just starting to get fit and and start down a journey of doing things differently, the people that you've been surrounded by who have not been Probably live in that fit life. Um, they're going to discourage you. They're going to be skeptical. They're going to tell you to eat the donuts. They're going to tell you, "Oh, come on, can't you just you know enjoy it for today, whatever?" And so you're going to need that accountability and community and support because you haven't been getting that from the people around you. And then when your lifestyle changes, you do, you want to be around other people who understand the nerdy things like, oh my gosh, I'm so excited about these, you know, gluten-free flax brownies. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah,
1: exactly. Exactly. Or, you know,
0: if you do eat that donut
1: or cookie and, you know, it's just like, you know, that's okay. Yeah. doesn't mean I'm going to do it every day because then, you know, that defeats my purpose and healthy living and proacting to my life. And there are those naysayers who are going to be like, oh my gosh, you know, don't eat that. Don't do this. You know, it's because they want to give themselves permission to do it. Them, you know, have those cookies and not be intimidated by it. And I'm like, well, you know, my answer always is people are like, how do you respond to folks like that who are, whether friends or family, you know, they, they mean well, but they they kind of don't sometimes. Right you know, I just say, look, you know, I'm just on this health journey. It's, it's for my personal health. You know, it's, it's nobody else's business necessarily. If you don't agree with it, that's fine, but I'm accountable to me, nobody Mm -hmm. else, you know? And so,
0: yeah. I've often found too, that like one of my responses now is, especially if somebody's giving me a really hard time is, you know, I, I will use the phrase like, Hey, I completely understand if this is not what you want to do, um, but this is really important to me, and I'd appreciate it if you'd respect that. And if you say it in that way, like in a yeah. like down to earth, and I, you know, it's really important to me. I'd really appreciate it if you respect that. Hey, everybody, you've reached the end of part one of this two part interview with Mary Beth Corbin. Make sure you tune into part two.